This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. So your life is like a book. You are the author of your own book. You write your own chapters and you create your ending. The unfortunate thing is a lot of people have the same book. What I mean by that is a lot of people have the same chapters and they have the same ending, which would be the chapters would be going to work and that's going to be every single chapter. That's going to be the majority of the book. And at the end of the book will be you retire and then you can enjoy life. Everybody has the same exact book. And the majority of people do not realize that. But like I said, your life is like a book. You create how you want it to be. You can write whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. It's your life. Your book. You're the author. You create your ending. It's up to you. Most people are not even the author of their own book. They have other people which talk about having jobs, people dictating your life, what you can do with your life. And they're the author of your book. And they write your book. They have, basically, in other words, control of your life. And that's reality. And that's majority of people in this world. And most people are okay with that. But it's never too late, because at the end of every chapter, there's a new chapter. So if you don't want the same chapter as before, you create a new chapter. It's never too late. It's up to you. Whether you want to be the author of your own book... Or have someone else be the author of your book. That's up to you. Which is exactly relates to your life. So I'm going to go over two books. And a lot of successful financial people. Who are well off. Recommend these books. And I've read these books myself. And I highly recommend them. The first one is. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The next one is. The Millionaire Next Door. The Both these books. I highly recommend. For anybody. But I'm going to summary of each one. And it pretty much explains the whole book. So the first book I'm going to go over is. The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People. By Stephen R. Kovai. And this book is very influential for most people. And it's transformed countless of lives. And the impact it can have on overall success for anybody. So I'm going to talk about the foundation of the book. So Stephen R. Kovai introduced the concept of character ethic versus the personality ethic. The character ethic focuses on internal values and principles, while the personality ethic revolves around external appearances and techniques. Kovey emphasizes that the true success stems from building a strong character rather than relying solely on superficial tactics. So the first habit is number one, be proactive. COVID urges us to take control of our lives by being proactive instead of reactive. Being proactive means recognizing that we have the power to choose our responses to external circumstances. It involves taking responsibility for our actions and decisions and not letting external factors dictate our lives. By adopting a proactive mindset, we become more empowered, make conscious choices, and take steps toward achieving our goals. Habit number two. Begin with the end in mind. 
Kobe encourages us to envision our ultimate goals and values before embarking on any endeavor. By setting clear objectives and aligning our actions with our long-term vision, we can ensure that our efforts are purposeful and meaningful. Starting with the end in mind helps us stay focused and motivated, allowing us to make decisions and prioritize tasks that align with our desired outcomes. Habit number three, put first things first. This habit emphasizes the importance of prioritization and time management. Kobe introduces the concept of the time management matrix, where activities are classified based on their urgency and importance. Habit three encourages us to focus on activities that are important but not necessarily urgent, such as personal development, relationship building, and long-term planning. By organizing our time effectively and investing it in activities that align with our values and goals, we can achieve a greater sense of fulfillment and avoid getting caught up in unimportant tasks. Habit number four: Think win-win. COVID introduces a collaborative mindset that seeks mutually beneficial outcomes in all interactions. This habit encourages us to embrace a mindset of abundance rather than scarcity. Where we believe that there is enough for everyone to succeed by practicing empathy, actively listening, and seeking solutions that satisfy the needs of all parties involved, we can build stronger relationships, foster trust, and create win-win situations that lead long-term success. Habit number five: seek first to understand, then be understood. Effective communication lies at the heart of this habit. Kobe emphasizes the importance of listening attentively and empathetically before expressing our own thoughts. By seeking to understand others' perspectives, emotions, and concerns, we can build deeper connections, strengthen relationships, and foster a sense of trust and mutual respect. This habit encourages active listening, asking clarifying questions, and creating an environment where open and honest dialogue can flourish. Habit number six. Synergize. This habit revolves around embracing diversity and leveraging collective strengths. Covey encourages us to collaborate and cooperate with others, recognizing that the whole is often greater than the sum of its parts. Synergy is achieved when different perspectives, talents, and ideas are combined to create innovative solutions and achieve shared goals by valuing and respecting diverse opinions, actively seeking collaboration. In fostering an inclusive environment, we can tap into the collective intelligence and creativity of a team or community. Last but not least, habit number seven: sharpen the saw. Kobe emphasizes the need for continuous self-improvement and renewal. This habit focuses on nurturing our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Sharpening the saw involves taking time for self-care. Personal growth and reflection. It includes activities such as exercising, learning new skills, practicing mindfulness, engaging in hobbies, and building a support network. By investing in our own well-being, we enhance our effectiveness, resilience, and ability to contribute positively to others and the world around us. So let's reflect on their significance and how they can positively impact our lives. Implementing these habits requires. Discipline, self-awareness, and a commitment to personal growth. The seven habits of highly effective people 
serves as a comprehensive guide to help us cultivate a proactive mindset, develop strong character, and build meaningful relationships. Wherever you are and wherever you're driving for, use these habits for personal development. These habits are universally applicable. They have the potential to transform the way we approach our work, relationships, and overall well-being. And always remember this, becoming highly effective doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey that requires consistent effort and a willingness to embrace change. By adopting these habits, we can pretty much unlock any potential we have to our fullest potential and create a positive impact not only on ourselves, but also around the people around us. And now we're going to get into the second book, The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Dinko. Before we dive into the book, I'm going to talk a little bit about the authors. So Thomas J. Stanley and William D. Danko conducted extensive research on the lifestyles and habits of the wealthy in America. Their goal was to debunk the common misconception that millionaires are always flashy and live extravagant lives. Instead, they discovered that most millionaires were regular individuals living unassuming lives in our own neighborhoods. So they took a unique approach to the research. They interviewed and surveyed a vast number of millionaires looking for common patterns and traits. What they found was pretty astonishing. The majority of these millionaires were not the ones driving luxury cars or living in mansions. They were, as the title suggests, the millionaires next door. And one of the key lessons from the book is that the wealth is not defined by how much money you make, but rather by how much you keep. The authors highlighted the importance of frugality, budgeting, and living below your means. It's not about appearing wealthy, it's about building wealth. The authors introduced the concept of the prodigious accumulator of wealth, P-A-W, and the under-accumulator of wealth, U-A-W. They found that those who accumulate significant wealth are often diligent savers who prioritize financial independence over immediate gratification. On the other hand, under-immaculators tend to spend more than they earn, leaving little room for building wealth. The book also touches upon the idea of income versus net worth. It emphasizes that having a high income doesn't necessarily mean you're wealthy. Many people fall into the trap of keeping up with the Joneses, spending their money on status and symbols and maintaining an expensive lifestyle without considering the long-term implications. The Millionaire Next Door encourages readers to focus on their net worth, the value of their assets minus liabilities, rather than just their income. It highlights the importance of investing wisely, building businesses, and creating multiple streams of income to grow your wealth over time. One thing that stood out to me was that the author's emphasizes on education and learning. They discovered that many millionaires were avid readers constantly seeking knowledge and self-improvement. They encourage readers to invest in their own education rather through formal schooling or self-education to increase their earning potential and financial intelligence. Education is indeed a recurring theme throughout the book. Stanley and Danko stress the importance of financial literacy. Teaching readers about budgeting, investing, and avoiding unnecessary debt. They provide practical advice on how to achieve financial independence, like choosing the right profession 
marrying wisely and instilling good financial habits in children. The millionaire next door challenges our preconceived notions about wealth. It shows us that anyone can become a millionaire with discipline, patience, and the right mindset. The book offers a blueprint for achieving financial freedom, even for those starting with modest means. It's a book that empowers readers and shatters the myth that millionaires are an exclusive club reserved for the lucky few. The Millionaire Next Door shows that true wealth is attainable through hard work, saving, and making wise financial decisions. You need to remember, wealth isn't about what you show the world, it's about the choices you make behind closed doors. Both of these books that I talk about, I highly agree with, obviously. I recommend them, of course. It's also helped change your mindset. Because you need to self-improve all the time. And that's what successful people do. You need to know how to use your money. Because the majority of people, like you talk about the millionaire next door, they spend it on things they don't need to just impress other people. But that's not how you build wealth. That's how you look rich, but that's not how you build wealth. If you want to build wealth for long term, you have to invest in assets. You have to invest your money. You can't be buying all these liabilities that don't produce you any money. And that's what the majority of people do. And these two books help you become obviously a better person and change your mindset from the average person because the average person does not read books obviously and if you don't like reading books you can listen to audible and if you listen to this podcast you probably prefer listening anyways but the point is you got to change you have to be better you can't keep settling for average if you hate your life make a change do things to improve your life self-improve Use your money wisely. And I promise you, once you do all that, your life will change. Everything changes. You'll be able to do a lot of things that majority of people can never do. They can dream about doing it, but they will never be able to do it. Because they're brainwashed just like everybody else. They don't want to improve. And they don't want to financially educate themselves. That's on them. That's their fault. They have no one to blame but themselves. Their information is out there. There's information everywhere. You have a device in your pocket called a phone that has so much information that you can use. The majority of people use that phone for mindless content and entertainment that would never benefit their lives or change it. And that's on them. At the end of the day, you need to self-improve. Be the best version of yourself, like I always say, physically, mentally, and financially. And when you see improvements in all three of those, you will be amazed that the person you are becoming. That's going to be it for this podcast. I appreciate you guys, as always, for listening. Take your time out of your day to listen to this podcast. And if you enjoy these podcasts, please subscribe, share with other people. And thank you, Patreon member Blay, for being a Patreon member. It truly does help the podcast. If you want to be a Patreon member, the link will be in the description below. Thank you guys again. I wish you the best. Improve every day. And go be the best version of yourself. Thank you again. Take care. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.